Welcome to For the Love of Jewelers, a podcast connecting people engaged in the craft and industry of jewelry making. Brought to you by Rio Grande Jewelry Supplies and hosted by yours truly, Courtney Gray, founder of Creative Side Jewelry Academy in Austin, Texas. I'm honored and excited to take you on this journey to discover not only the how, but why we make jewelry. My goal is to not only inform you, but to empower you by sharing the passion, perspective, and perseverance of your fellow makers and professionals in all facets of the craft. Let's dive in. Karen Jacobson began adorning jewelry lovers in 2000 with the launch of her flagship collection at the world-renowned Walker Art Center. Within two years, she was selected as the winner of the prestigious AJDC New Talent Competition, establishing her jewelry as a national brand. Today, Karen runs a thriving business from her sunny studio in the Northeast Minneapolis Arts District. Her Kirigami Pearl Collection took first place in the Jewelry Collection Fashion Bridge category in the 2019 Saul Bell Design Competition. Check out her collection on her website at karenjacobson.com. All right, guys, welcome. We're here sitting with Karen Jacobson at the Saul Bell Awards Ceremony. Well, last night was the Saul Bell Design Dinner and Awards Ceremony here at the Santa Fe Symposium 2019. Um, Karen, I'm super excited to have you sitting with me today. I am really excited to be here. Yeah, thank you for joining me. And how are you feeling after last night's award ceremony? Um, so, still so excited, actually. And it was really excited, exciting um, to win the award, but the ceremony was, I hadn't thought about how much fun it was going to be. It kind of felt like my wedding or something. <laughs> I know. Oh, I get that, right? It yeah. does have that vibe of like, where you want to, you're tearing up and it's so emotional. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and more people are talking to me than I think ever happens in a big kind of thing like that. So suddenly you're, I, people are coming up and congratulating you and it's really, it was just really fun. Oh, that's wonderful. Is this your first year to submit um, to the Saul Bell Design Award? I've submitted, I think, at least once before. I, I was trying to remember and couldn't, but um, definitely my first year as a finalist. As a finalist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That has to be exciting. So exciting. I was kind of screaming when I heard. <laughs> Were you screaming? <laughs> yeah. Literally? <laughs> yeah, literally. And then when I found out that I won, it happened that we had a bottle of, um, not champagne, but sparkling wine from here in Albuquerque that we popped open. And I was like, this is perfect. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and was your husband nearby when you found out the news? or? He was. Actually, I had just um, returned from the ACC show in Baltimore, and I had about three hours of sleep because I'd been up late packing and up early to catch my flight, and I'd been napping during the day, and luckily, I woke up and had been awake for maybe 15 minutes when the call came, and I saw it was from Albuquerque, and I was like, oh my God, this what is Albuquerque. If? What if? This could be Rio Grande. Oh Wake God. up and act awake, and so I woke up, and they told me, and that's when I was kind of screaming a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I love that they called you personally. Me too. It's, it's so really much fun. more personal than getting a, a a letter or like even a, an email these days, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it was so really neat. nice to just hear somebody's voice telling you. It was very exciting. And I'm sure for them too on the other end, it's like we get they get to hear you screaming a little bit with, yeah. the, with joy. <laughs> yeah, they get the they get the at the moment reaction. Yeah, I love so. that. 
So you had submitted once before, but didn't didn't win that time. Was that defeating for you in any way, or I mean, obviously not, because you just went ahead and resubmitted. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I kind of feel like submitting is. <laughs> kind of like throwing darts you hope one is going to stick but I wouldn't expect them all to you know so yeah. um I'm thrilled to have one and um I'll keep trying and submitting to this and probably other things but um yeah no disappointment if you don't win there's a lot of amazing work out there so there is kudos to everybody that ever wins <laughs> yeah good for you keep throwing darts I love that <laughs> yeah when did you start doing um when did you start working in the craft jewelry um really really young actually I went to um an art high school and one of the visiting artists taught jewelry um and at the time I mean in high school obviously I didn't have any idea what I really wanted to do but I I thought of myself as more into 2d art Mm -hmm. um but I took this jewelry class and I really liked it and I asked the woman who was teaching she was not a permanent teacher there but a visiting artist from the community um if I could apprentice over the summer and just come and work for her for free and, I don't know, check it out, try it out. And what I thought was going to be about a three-month gig, um, unpaid, turned into eventually working for her for almost seven years. Wow. um, All through college. So I've been basically doing it since high school and um, all through school. I didn't start my own own business until a little bit after that, but mm-hmm. it's been kind of a constant since I was a teenager. That's amazing. You, you were very fortunate to start that young. Yeah, super lucky. Yeah, there's not enough. We were talking about this. There's not enough programs uh, for that age group, I think. Yeah, yet. there, there yeah. aren't. And um, is you know, as much as I would love to do that for somebody else um, sooner rather than later, I'd love to get an apprentice. It's also, the industry has changed so much, it can be really cost prohibitive to take somebody on for free because it takes a lot of time. So I'm hoping at some point in the future to be able to, to do that for somebody mm. as well. And give was, them that, that opportunity that you had. Yeah, exactly. Kind of, you know, in the old school tradition, pass down your knowledge to somebody else would Absolutely. be a great thing to do. I love that. An apprentice, right? Yeah. Have you read um, Nans Allen's book on the guide to apprenticeships, the jeweler's guide? Um, I have not read it yet, but I just actually got it because there was, um, uh, on it, through MJSA, they do the online um, classes, and so I listened in on that one and yeah. um, ordered the book, and I haven't cracked it yet because I've been <laughs> busy getting ready for this and for oh, my yeah. next show, which is like a week after I get home. So It's a really good one, especially if you're thinking of hiring and you're getting to a place in your career where you're like, okay, I'm going to need an assistant. Is yes. that right? Yeah. I'm getting to that sort of panicky point where I'm thinking like, oh, I cannot do this all by myself. Yeah. Um, but it is a little, you know, that step is a big one. It's very concerning. You're thinking like, well, I can't this week do it all by myself, but what if next week? I don't know if I'm <laughs> to pay somebody, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah. very... And how, and then well I think the fear there is that then you're responsible for that person's paycheck not just your own yeah um, that's a big fear yeah um, I would say another big fear is just I haven't been somebody's boss before and that's Managing. you know that's something that you want to do really well because you know somebody else's working life is in your hands so yeah yeah um, but or in this case I'm sure it would be a part-time working life but still it's and a big part build. of your day yeah. So. I, for me, when I started, um, when I first realized the same thing and somebody looked at me and she goes, Courtney, you need to hire somebody. You're running around like a chicken with your head cut mm-hmm. off. And I had had my second child at that point And I said, you know what? I can't do this alone anymore. It's just a bigger thing now. And I want it to grow. And yeah. I think a big, 
big part of that is, well, can we grow without having some support or some help? So it's it does feel risky, but I, I don't think we would be where we are now without that growth. Um, but the management thing's a learning curve. Yeah. You know, it's a learning curve, definitely. Look into, like, some workshops, talk to people who are leaders uh, already, and um, you'll, yes. you'll do great, though, I have no doubt. Ah. Ah, breathe. Gives me a little flutter just thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's nice, too, you guys, is you can start easy with that. You don't have to go full-time. Yeah. Um, it, I had very part-time for a long, long time, and um, and then it got to a point where I saw the potential, oh, man, we could double what we're doing if I have full-time. Um, of course, do your research and make sure you can afford it, but then also take that leap. Yeah. Without risk, there's no success, and you're not going to be able to really move forward without some risk. Yeah. And, and also some failure. Um, it's a big, big thing to kind of, sooner we embrace that one, I feel like the the sooner we can go ahead and push ourselves forward a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think embracing failure is a huge and important part of being a business owner because when you're somebody that has to do every facet of everything that you do, you're going to have to learn a lot of different things and some of them are going to bomb the first time. So it's great to embrace it, learn from it, move forward and try something. Try a different way. Absolutely. So you've won you've won quite a few awards. It looks like from your website, correct? Um. Yeah. I, uh. There there have been grant there have been a few. awards, jewelry design. Yeah. The big one was the first one, the AJDC New Designer okay. Award, um, mm-hmm. which was real early in my career, and and maybe the one with the most um, the most impact and kind of the biggest. Well, the biggest prize, frankly, which was a, f- a free booth at the JA show in New York. Oh, wow. Um, so, great. and that came with a lot of trade press. So that was a great kind of kickoff. Mm-hmm. Um, and just this year, well, I guess in 2018, there was an MJSA design award that was kind of the most recent before this one, which was a fun one where um, it was a rendering award and I really hadn't done much rendering, but I was ready to learn. So I... Uh, Grabbed some some books on rendering and studied them real hard. Okay, all right. Uh-huh. <laughs> and practiced and practiced and practiced for about a week. And I had in my head the design I wanted to do, but I just wasn't sure quite how to paint it. But I wanted to do it in an old like watercolor style. And so I did it with, again, the thought that it was definitely not going to win because I didn't have a lot of experience with it. But um that was a shock and surprise. I think I screamed with that one, too. Yeah, and you won it? I did. Oh, my gosh, girl. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was really fun. I love that. You're, you're pretty fearless. Um, Got to try everything. Yeah, keep throwing those darts. I yeah. Love, I'm gonna, can I steal that one? That's Absolutely, really good. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Keep throwing darts until one hits the bullseye. Um, so <clears throat> what would you say, like, what is your feeling that you're going to do, what do you think you're going to do after the Saul Bell, um, after, the, after we leave Santa Fe Symposium? How, um, do you, how do you think this award's going to affect your, your path, your career? Well, I've got a big one for you, which is I'm going to fly home on a Wednesday, and then I'm going to fly right back out on a Wednesday to Las Vegas for my next show, which is the premiere show. Um, and I'm going to be telling anybody that will listen that I just won this award and hopefully it'll help my sales. (laughs) So, and there, uh, I love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Premier is at a different location from JCK, but I know they're going to have our work on display at JCK and I'm hoping that there'll be a lot of crossover, Mm -hmm. um, for buyers who are going to both. So maybe people will have seen stuff there. So, um, I'm hoping that'll be the first big impact and then I'll just, um, keep making sure 
to the best of my ability that people have heard about it, and I think it'll help validate my work in people's in people's minds. Absolutely, not that it needed that, but I do think that the um, this prestigious award, you know, going on your website and all, you know, being able to share it with the public. It's, yeah, it's a pretty big one. Karen. Yeah, it's exciting. It's super exciting, and even like you said, even if it didn't need the validation, it does not hurt. Sure. I mean, credibility it always helps. <laughs> so, Get like that backing of your peers and a, a yeah. yeah. Or if a buyer was sort of thinking about your work or they'd been kind of tracking you and watching you, it might be the kind of thing yep. that helps them decide that maybe you're worth trying out. So. Absolutely. I think it's going to give you a ton of credibility more than you. Yeah. Yeah. How old are you? Do you mind if I ask? I don't. I don't mind if you ask. I'm 46. 46. Mm -hmm. and, when, and what age were you? Well, you started in high school, so you've yeah. been at this for a long time. Yeah. I mean, basically, yeah. um, the summer after I graduated from high school, I started. It was It was part-time, and I was doing other work and all through college then. Yeah. Um, and uh, there were a few years uh, after I, um, after the apprenticeship ended um, and before I started my business that I was still doing my best to try to find places to get in and, and um, practice and do work while I was doing other things. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking on your website too again, Karen, and I see you have quite a few galleries and stores where we can find your work. Yes. Yeah. Tell me, tell me where we can find you. I mean, this is a long list. If you go to Karin's website, you guys, it's karinjacobson.com. You can see where she's being represented. Yeah. Um, well, let me see. You're looking at it, so you may have a, a, better, <laughs> a better handle on it. But um, I can tell you that I have a number of stores uh, locally to me, which would be um, Minneapolis, Minnesota. So in Minneapolis and St. Paul, um, the Walker Art Center, um, Munia, are you at Munia's Alchemy 925? I'm at Munia's Alchemy 925 Yay. in Belmont. Munia and Kirsten's place. Yep. Uh -huh. yep. I'm at DeNovo, um, which um, is in Palo Alto, and they carry a lot of great people. Um, I'm currently at Mika Fine Jewelry uh, in Camp Hill, Pennsylvania, and they have a pretty incredible um, Instagram. So if, you're, if you want to see a gorgeous Instagram, uh, follow Mika. Uh, let's see. And the list, I mean, the list goes on. It goes on. Yeah, this yeah. is awesome. Yeah. So are you doing, um, do you feel like you have pretty good representation out there and you like working with the gallery? I love working with the galleries yeah. because, um, I would not say that selling my own work is my strongest, um, my strongest business skill. Mm -hmm. I do my best. And I know that people like to meet the maker and I, and I, and I do understand that and I'm happy to meet people. But, um, I think when it comes to somebody else saying, Hey, you should buy that. I'm not the one that can do that. And stores do it really well. So I love working with stores. Let them partner up, right? Yes. I think there's a lot of, um, hesitancy for people to work with galleries. One, it's approaching. How do you approach them? How do you submit your work and create a relationship with them? And also, it can be a little bit daunting to think about giving up 50%, 60% of your income. But I think you said it well with, it's a, well, I said it, it's a partnership, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's a partnership. So um, I actually, I do a lot of custom uh, work yeah. um, local to Minneapolis. And, and during the recession, uh, custom and wedding was really kind of what got my business through because, you know, so, uh, trade shows were not doing as well and I kind of stopped doing them for a little while. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a real benefit to giving up 50%, which is the amount of time that it takes 
to do all of that stuff. And I think sometimes we fail to account for the amount of time that it takes to do all the estimates and communicate and do something that's one of a kind. And um, it's really important to make sure that that's built into your price. Um, and it's really easy to forget to do that. So I think a, a, another aspect of the wholesale price too is to just make sure that when you're starting with your wholesale price, that's a price you can live with and that you can make a living off of. Um, I think the, the real mental flip-flop that is hardest for people is when they price it, they, they mark their jewelry at a price and then think about the store taking half of that. And for me, I think it's much better to think about what's a price that I can sell it to a store and make a living, and then if I sell it at a retail show, well, bonus for me. Right. Um, but I feel like if you don't want to do it that way, then maybe, and I know for a lot of people selling to, to galleries maybe isn't their favorite way to do it, and you know, we, there's a million ways to run a business. We can all do them differently. Yeah, so. absolutely. I think it's smart, and it seems pretty efficient to have representation out there on not only, well, you know, we can only do so much footwork ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, getting in galleries like Alchemy 925, I know is they only choose top of the line work. And then now that I think about it, Monia's mentioned you to me. I know she adores you. <laughs> um, they are fantastic. And yeah. they've got a great collection there. They really do. It's nice to have, I'm sure it's really an honor to have your work in such um, high-end galleries. Of, you know, yeah. That's the goal, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, you know, um, Alchemy, for one, is just a beautifully curated store. I was out there for a trunk show last year. And um, they, they just have a great collection of artists. So I think anytime you're in a place that has such a beautifully curated collection of artists, it also elevates your work and, and it's just a, a joy to be in a, such a beautiful place. Can you tell us a little bit about what influenced your, um, your submission this year? And I'm just pulling it up here too, to look at it again. It's so beautiful. Talk to us about this collection. Why this category? Yeah. So, um, the basic idea with, the the work that I've been doing lately, and a lot of it w looks um, like this work. The unique part about this particular collection was the the, the addition of the pearls, which I hadn't worked with a lot before. Um, the basic idea with the work is that it's kind of like origami, where I'm taking these flat shapes and making them into three-dimensional shapes, um, which I had just always was sort of fascinated with the idea of doing that. But another benefit of it is that you can make these pieces that are really large and have a really big impact, mm. um, but they're pretty lightweight. Um, so like, I love wearing huge statement earrings and I don't like the feeling of things yanking on my ears. So it's kind of fun to be able to make really big earrings and have them be lightweight enough to be comfortable. But um, with this particular collection, um, I had just tried working with the pearls and I, I wasn't sure how it was going to look, and then I was really excited to discover they're sort of soft and natural and lustrous, and they, you know, they are what they are naturally. It's not a cut thing. Yeah. And next to the um, next to the matte black, I felt like they really popped. And the matte black looks a little bit more industrial and a little more edgy, and the pearls are just sort of soft and glowing, and it just seemed like a fun juxtaposition to me. So. Um, it was, a, it was a really fun, fun project to work on, and I'm going to keep making more of the jewelry with pearls. 
people seem to like it. Oh, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. It's a really cool look. And like, what did you say in your video? It was, uh, this is not your grandmother's. <laughs> not your grandmother's pearls. <laughs> this is not my grandma's pearls. Yeah. Yeah. You guys look up Karen Jacobson and check out her work and also go to the SaulBellAward.com website. You can go down to the, give me the full name of the category. It was the kosher... Um, it was not. It was not the couture oh, sorry, collection. Yeah. No, that's okay. It was the fashion bridge collection. Fashion bridge yeah. collection, very cool. And you can see all of the other winners as well. Um, congratulations! Thank you so much. You got it. Is there anything else that you can that you'd like to share with your community now that you you know have this opportunity to put your voice out there? No pressure. Ah, uh, no dun. pressure. Well, let me think. Um, well, to everybody out there who is. Um, trying to make a living doing this. Uh, I know sometimes the the work can be can be difficult and frustrating, and you're on your own and you're in your own studio and you can't hear what people are thinking. But um, I'm rooting for you, and I and it's a it's a beautiful thing to be able to make to make work. And I hope you're enjoying your your career and your job doing it. Keep doing it, right? Yeah. Don't keep, give up. Don't yeah. give up. Throw keep darts. Doing it. Yeah, keep throwing darts. <laughs> I love it. There'll I be love some it. failures on the way. Just chalk them up to learning experiences and keep moving on. Don't let it stop you. It's the only way you can learn. Yep. I love it. Thank you so much, Karin. I'm so so honored to get to meet you and have the time with you today. And um, keep entering all the awards that you can. <laughs> and we'll keep looking at your work and uh, rooting you on as well, okay? Great. Thank all you right. so much. You got it. Thank you all for joining me for this episode of For the Love of Jewelers, brought to you by Rio Grande Jewelry Supply, honored to serve our vibrant industry since 1944. If you enjoyed this episode, and we hope you did, you can find a digital download by visiting riograndecom keyword podcast. Be sure to subscribe and share this with fellow movers and shakers, and please feel free to add any comments or questions below. I'm Courtney Gray, and until next time, onward and upward.